COVID vaccine mRNA can spread systemically to placenta and infants of women vaccinated during pregnancy. A new report suggests vaccine mRNA does not remain at the injection site following vaccination but can spread systemically to the placenta and umbilical cord blood of infants whose mothers are vaccinated during pregnancy. In a peer-reviewed pre-proof accepted for publication in the American Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology, researchers presented two cases that demonstrate, for the first time, the ability of COVID-19 vaccines to penetrate the fetal placental barrier and reach the inside of the uterus. Additionally, researchers detected spike protein in placental tissue, indicating the bioactivity of the mRNA in reaching the placenta. Researchers vaccinated two pregnant women with mRNA vaccines shortly before delivery to determine whether the mRNA in COVID-19 vaccines reached the placenta or fetus following maternal vaccination. The primary objective of the study was to investigate the knowledge gaps surrounding mRNA therapies during pregnancy, utilizing the COVID-19 vaccine as a foundation for future mRNA therapeutic developments, given its established use, the study's corresponding author, Dr. Nazi Hanna, a neonatologist, told the Epoch Times by email. Researchers find vaccine mRNA in samples. The first patient, patient 1, was a 34-year-old woman at 38 weeks and 4 days gestation who received two Pfizer vaccine doses and two booster doses, one Pfizer and one Moderna. The Moderna booster dose was administered two days before the delivery of a healthy baby by cesarean section. The second patient, Patient 2 was a 33-year-old woman at 40 weeks gestation. She received two Pfizer vaccine doses. The last dose was given 10 days before vaginal delivery of a healthy baby. According to the paper, researchers found detectable vaccine mRNA in both placentas tested. The localization of the vaccine mRNA was mainly in the villus stroma, the connective tissue layer that supports the fetal capillaries and villus trophoblast. The villus trophoblast, the primary barrier between maternal and fetal tissues, supports the exchange of nutrients between a mother and her fetus. Researchers also detected a notably high signal of vaccine mRNA in the placental decidua tissue of patient 1, who received four vaccine doses. The decidua is the specialized endometrium layer that forms the base of the placental bed. Spike protein expression was also detected, but only in the placenta of patient 2. However, vaccine mRNA was detected in patient 1's cord and maternal blood samples, which were unavailable for the second patient. The authors said the expression of spike protein in the placenta of the second patient but not in the first suggests that more than two days are necessary following vaccination for the mRNA to reach the placenta and be translated into the spike protein, which is then expressed in placental tissue. Finally, researchers found the integrity of vaccine mRNA varied across different samples, the vaccine's ability to activate an immune response relies upon fully intact mRNA. According to the findings, vaccine mRNA was largely fragmented in the cord blood and less fragmented in the placenta. In the placentas, 23% and 42% of the initial integrity was retained in patients 1 and 2, respectively. In maternal blood from patient 1, the vaccine's mRNA had a high level of integrity at 85%. Integrity decreased to 13% in cord blood, suggesting limited bioactivity. 
mRNA vaccines use lipid nanoparticles to deliver mRNA. The findings suggest that lipid nanoparticles are capable of reaching the placenta and releasing mRNA within placental cells, where it is then translated into the spike protein. However, by the time the mRNA reaches the fetus, it is no longer encapsulated by the LNPs, leading to its degradation, Dr. Hanna told the Epoch Times. Dr. Hanna noted that the authors of the recently published paper did not evaluate the implications of transient spike protein expression in the placenta or the effects of degraded mRNA on the fetus. Dr. Christian Northrup, an obstetrician gynecologist, is an advisory board member of My Cycle Story. She told the Epoch Times in an email, the group has been studying this kind of thing since the vaccine rollout in 2021. There is no question whatsoever that the COVID-19 vaccine ingredients are present in the placenta and throughout the body. There have also been various reports of infants dying of thrombocytopenia following maternal vaccination and also evidence of infants having heart attacks in the womb following maternal vaccination. None of this is new information. It has simply been widely and systematically censored, she added. Dr. Dan McDyer, an obstetrician gynecologist, told the Epoch Times in an email that he is not surprised by the discovery of evidence of mRNA from the SARS-CoV-2 injections and or SARS-CoV-2 spike protein present in fetal cord blood and placental tissues. To me, the recommendation of administering this medication to pregnant women was one of the most irresponsible actions in the history of modern medicine. I am so disappointed that the entities charged with the mission of protecting public health and women's health were derelict in their duties because it only took me about 15 minutes of online research to determine that these lipid nanoparticles were going to cross the placenta and infect the fetus, Dr. McDyer said. Dr. James Thorpe, a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist and maternal-fetal medicine physician, told the Epoch Times by email that the paper shows mRNA from both Pfizer and Moderna vaccines can cross the placenta into the fetal blood entering the placental tissue. These authors observed a notably high signal in the decidua, which is the lining of the uterus. This concentrated mRNA in the decidual tissues will be translated into high concentrations of spike protein, likely contributing to a myriad of devastating effects on human reproductive function, not just severe abnormalities of menstrual periods, but infertility, multiple pregnancy complications, and severe bleeding in pregnancy and in the postpartum period, Dr. Thorpe said. Dr. Thorpe added that despite their horrifying findings, the authors still concluded their evidence overwhelmingly supports the COVID-19 vaccine's effectiveness in mitigating the morbidity and mortality of COVID-19 in pregnant and non-pregnant women. Initial clinical trials excluded pregnant women, yet studies suggest mRNA biodistribution. Initial clinical trials for mRNA COVID-19 vaccines excluded pregnant women, so there was no biodistribution data on the mRNA in COVID-19 vaccines and its ability to reach the placenta or fetus following maternal vaccination. However, assessment reports provided to the European Medicines Agency by Pfizer and Moderna show that mRNA is distributed to various tissues, including the liver, adrenal glands, spleen, and ovaries in animal studies. An animal study cited by the authors of the paper shows that lipid nanoparticles of similar composition in other mRNA injections delivered functional mRNA to the placenta and other fetal organs. 
Two previous human studies by the same researchers assessed whether the mRNA in COVID-19 vaccines is present in the placenta following maternal vaccination using different methods. The first study failed to detect mRNA in maternal and cord blood or placental tissue. The researchers attributed this to the long interval between vaccination and delivery and the methodology used in the study. The second study using improved sensitivity to detect mRNA also did not reveal vaccine mRNA. However, the authors attributed this to the probe that targeted the SARS-CoV-2 gene rather than the vaccine mRNA sequence. In the current study, the authors used a more sensitive and robust approach which allowed them to have a more precise quantification of vaccine mRNA for superior accuracy and a probe tailored explicitly for the vaccine mRNA, ensuring more reliable detection. Animal work clearly shows the distribution of the lipid nanoparticles to several organs, including the liver, adrenal glands, spleen, and ovaries. So, reaching the placenta was not surprising. In humans, we have previously published that the vaccine mRNA can be distributed to breast milk. Dr. Hannah told the Epic Times. Catastrophic on several levels. Dr. McDyer said the ability of the lipid nanoparticles to cross the placenta and infect the fetus could be catastrophic on several levels, impacting a developing fetal immune system. Imagine this. The fetal immune system learns the appearance of self early on by recognizing molecules, MHCs, on the surface of all of our cells. This appearance of self is most certainly disrupted by the appearance of spike protein on the surface of these cells as induced by the vaccines, he told the Epic Times. Additionally, fragments of spike protein will also likely appear in the MHCs on the cell surfaces. This causes a slight disfigurement of these MHCs, which is likely to have an effect on the immune system's capability to recognize self, he added. Dr. McDyer said he is certain disrupting cellular homeostasis by distracting the fetal cells to produce foreign proteins, such as the spike protein, instead of the proteins necessary for a developing fetus, will have detrimental unknown consequences. He believes this explains why one of his colleagues, a pediatric neurosurgeon, has seen a few unborn babies who have had strokes, an event he says he has never heard of in his entire career until now. We know that spike initiates clot formation, which can result in strokes, Dr. McDyer said. This is also sad as it was completely unavoidable if normal, historical precautionary approaches were in place. Dr. Hanna believes that introducing mRNA to the fetus may pose potentially plausible risks but may also yield biologically plausible benefits. The potential of mRNA-based interventions in addressing maternal and fetal health issues is profound. Such insights could substantially advance the crafting of safer and more effective mRNA-based therapies during pregnancy, he said.